Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids, and this is episode 16, and we're talking about Snowball Kids for the N64. I'm joined by first comer Rob Cox, who's a good friend of mine who I met at the Pokemon tournament. Pokemon friend! Yes, I have Pokemon friends! If you know what that means, you are either from UK or Australia. If you have no idea what that means, you need to watch a TV series called The Inbetweeners. Now, it's episode 16, and I'm Sweet 16, I'm surprised we're still going. Usually I've probably given up by now, but no, I'm still going. So what has been going on in the week? Well, currently, if you could see me now, it's currently 5.58 in the morning. I'm sweating buckets. I've just been for a run. Best time to go, I think, in the morning. And it's out the way. It's done. No one can complain. It's very quiet outside. It's been pouring it here still in Australia. Absolutely pouring it. Once again, footy got called off, which is a bit of a shame, so I've not been able to run around like an idiot this week. But hey-ho, I've been able to play some more video games. Now, before, actually you should say with Snowboard Kids, that, that's, the, that's the game of the topic, isn't it? I did play this as a kid. I absolutely loved it. I don't think it was one which everyone had. Although, that's not to see what happens, because I think Rob had a similar, ex different experience to me. I had a very different experience, because not a lot of my friends had it. I was one of the only ones who did possess the game. However, since I've grown up, when I speak to other fellow gamers, they all say they played Snowball Kids at some other point. So I think this is really going to hit home with a lot of you. And although it's not Mario Kart, although it's not Diddy Kart, it's not that level, I still thought it was a lot of fun. Yes, it had its problems, but my God, could it cause some arguments with some of the aspects of the game. And as we go into this, I think now because I've become a parent, I've suddenly got that, well, that's not appropriate view. And if you know what I mean, you'll laugh. If you don't know what I mean, you'll get it. As soon as you start listening to the show, you'll understand what I'm on about. Now, before we go any further, I do have to plug the show. We do have to get this out of the way every time. It's just, it's just done then, isn't it? If it's out the way, it's done, and we can just concentrate on the good stuff. So if you want to support me, you can do so in multiple ways. You can do on YouTube, you can go on the Honest Pokemon Trainer, that's my YouTube channel, and you can go give there, subscribe, give it a like, a comment on any of the videos. I just recently released Can You Beat, well, oh, Raichu Run on Pokemon Blue as a speed run. So go up there and give it a comment, give it a like, tell me you came from the show. If you went on, well, wherever you listen to this, give it a review, give it five stars, let's get it pushed up. You know, I'm current. Where was I currently? Was it Vietnam? I was currently 112th, and I said I'll take that. I'd like to get in the top 100 of Vietnam. That's the goal here. Can we get in the top 100 of Vietnam? And then we go from there. We try and dominate country by country. Obviously, the goal is to be in like the top 100 in UK because that's my home country. And here in Australia, that'd be absolutely fantastic. But that's a long way off. And we're just, you know, a silly little podcast here, playing around, dicking around. I'd say normally drinking some form of alcoholic beverage, but at the moment, it's water. Sorry, it's not as fun as I want it to be, but I don't think it's really appropriate to be drinking beer at six in the morning unless you're at the airport. That seems to be the only acceptable time, or if you're a sports event. Now, you can also support me on Patreon. That's the main way you can support me. Now, for $1.50 Australia, about a dollar yeah, American and about one pound, no, about 70p UK, you can support me on the show. And so basically, if you've got a little, you know, you've got a bit of change in your pocket that you just think, oh, fuck it let's let him have it please send it my way it really helps and what you get for that basically i'll invite you to our own discord where i want to basically make our own community i want to basically have you know as many people as we can not for the money side blah 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 but really because when you've got a big discord group it's absolutely great you learn everyone's different opinions you learn more about old games that you might not have heard of previously 
You also get access to polls, so you guys can decide what the next game should be and what I should be reviewing next. You get to write in each week, which I have a letter segment, although I've not thought of a name of it yet. So I will think of one, and you can basically say whatever you want in those letters to me. And you get the ability to comment on the show, so if you're a Patreon member, you could have told me your experiences about Snowboard Kids this week. But also, you get access to a Patreon-only show. This is going to be in the form of a fortnightly show called DLC. Unfortunately, because of what's been going on at home, I wasn't able to record the last show, um, because we've had been covered with mold, we've had cockroaches, so I do apologise that I wasn't able to get the last one done. But there is a new one, it's done. Um, it is out now, so it is on the Patreon, and it is going to be about my top 10 RPGs at the moment. So some people are going to be thinking, well, fucking hell, you've missed so many. I have. There is a lot I've missed, and people are going to be raging. Guarantee people listening to this will be absolutely raging about my list. But this is my list, and as I go through this series, and as I keep going playing old games, that might change. And it really might, because I'm going to get experience new games I've never played for the first time, or play games I have played with a fresh look at the, you know, these eyes can look at it again, and maybe think, oh shit, maybe that was a really good game, and I was just being a dickhead, because I didn't listen to it last time. But to give you a bit of a sneak peek of what we're, what we're talking about, this is episode 2 of DLC, and my favourite RPGs. Ah, yes, Fire Emblem Awakening. Now, I had never really played the series before. It was really a series which was kind of stuck in Japan for a long time, and I don't think it was until this entry actually hit European or Western shores that really you all got on board. And I played the fuck out of this on my 3DS. I absolutely loved it. I got swept up with a lot of it. The story, the mixture of different units. It was a very hard game because I was getting used to the idea of permadeath. Because I'd played games like this before, like Final Fantasy Tactics or Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. And permadeath wasn't really a thing. It was here. So you could spend hours and ages getting used to the character. And one little wrong move and bang, there goes your character, they're dead. And that was DLC and my favourite RPGs. And they said that's a Patreon-only ex- exclusive show. Now, I'm adding a new aspect to the show. This is going to be a Patreon exclusive. So it's a little game I want to play. But it's for those who people who want to take part on Patreon. And it is called this, Revive or Die. Now, Revive or Die. You're probably wondering why I played Navi, because basically, well, Navi annoys the shit out of me. And what this segment is, I'm going to talk about aspects of gaming, whether it be characters, it could be mechanics, it could be games itself, it could be, I don't know, franchises that have basically been seen into left to rot, and we've not seen them for a while. So this show, this game gives you the option... Do you want to see it revived, or do you want to see it let to die? Now, I use Navi because, as I said, she annoys the shit out of me, and she will be the first one. So basically, if you want to take part in the Patreon show, 
take part in the Patreon show. If you want to take part in this little bit of the show, you've got to get on Patreon, and the first one will be about Navi from the Legend of Zelda series. Do you want to see her die, or do you want to see her brought back and revived? I will let you know in the show when the topic's going to change each week. It's just for our first show until we get some Patreon users. I'm not complaining about that, but we'll keep it as Navi, and eventually once we get some Patreon users and we start getting some opinions on whether this little fairy should live or die, and then we'll change the topic, and we'll do that each week as well. So there's going to be a new game show each week. I'll also give my opinion, and you could have probably imagined it's a bit biased this week because I do think Navi should die. That's just, we ignore that. We ignore that when we're giving your opinions. But I'll get to comment on you, whether I think anyone who believes you should be revived. I'll call you a bellend, because I think you'd be a bellend for reviving this thing. I really do. But that that's just me. I'm just a humble little Englishman. Well, I'm not little. I'm six foot three. I'm quite big and got a bit of chunk on me. So, yeah. That's just me. But I'd love to hear your opinions. And as I said, that's just going to be a Patreon exclusive. Right, that is it. That's it. That's all the Patreon stuff. And we can go go on, go forward. So if you don't know, before we go on to Snowball Kids, this show is broken up into two parts. We have a new section. And then we will go on to, with myself and Rob talking about Snowball Kids. So we'll do the news and what's been going on in the week. And it's been a bit, a fair bit. And I've got actually a fair bit to probably carry over from last week. So we call this segment Patch 16.0. seemed a bit dodgy didn't it? it's like put, 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 put. it's early in the morning give me a chance i'm sweating everywhere it's not good i'm trying to stay away from the microphone so i'm not giving sweat onto the microphone so if i do need to drink please excuse me so what has been going on well for those who like final fantasy 7 or i should say final fantasy 7 remake like i do there has been a statue been released and oh dear god now i'm not a prude i should say just type it into google or wherever you get your search engines, bing it. Who fucking bings it? Just type in Tifa statue, and that's all you need to see. She's doing that horny pose where she's kind of, imagine she was opening her legs, standing up, and then she's reaching down, like, she's doing like a crab, I don't know, like she's leaning on her hands, and she's got Cloud's buster sword rested behind her thingy. Oh dear. Like, don't get me wrong, the level of detail on the statue is fantastic. I can't disagree with that. But really? I can't imagine Tifa doing that pose. I can't imagine Pepsi anyone signing off on that going, yeah, yeah, that looks like something we could all buy. Like, I look at it and going, fuck me, that is horny. That's horny posting. You know when you see that little dog with a little horny stick or the horny bonk? That is that dog. That is this situation. And as I said, detail-wise, good. But there is no way in hell I'm going to buy it. And I can't imagine walking into anybody's house and going, yeah, there's, I can see why you bought that. I like the level of detail of that statue. I really see why you bought it. I just just don't get it. Like, Why would you do that? Why has Square Enix not jumped on this and said, excuse me, what the fuck? I would be. But it is like when you look at it, you go, whoa. But if you want to see a funny reaction, watch Maximilian Dudes. I like Maximilian. I always reference him because I think he's the god. But if you watch his reaction on YouTube, it's hilarious because that was essentially my reaction. Maybe because we're both parents now. We're like, oh, this is disgraceful. A lady doing that with a sword. Although, to be fair, no lady should be doing that with a sword. No, 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 no. Ooh, no. Ooh, I'm not a lady, but ooh. Imagine that in your thingy. What would you call foo-foo? Your flower? Fuck. 
No. Sorry, Tifa, no. Let's just... Just, just put that aside, shall we? Okay. To more things that are quite alarming. WWE, apparently there's a rumour that there's going to be an RPG game coming out. The fuck? The absolute fuck is going on? Who decided? Oh, yeah. Wrestling. RPG. Those elements go together. Like, what's going to happen? How can you have an RPG game? Like, wrestling is wrestling. And, you know, you level up by beating your enemies. It'll be so slow-paced if you have to win a wrestling match and then you level up from that. Fuck, that'll be an absolute ball ache if that was the case. Unless it's going to be The Rock and Stone Cold in some fantasy land. That would be quite funny. Could you imagine that if they got The Rock and Stone Cold in like a Borderland sort of world and they get them to do the audio? Now that would be funny. That I'd pay to see, having Rock use his all quips. I would pay to play a platformer or a Final Fantasy S game with them in. Blatantly played. Let's have, I don't know, The Rock, Stone Cold, who else should we have? Because Ric Flair, um, you have to have Cena just because of his presence. And then you can have Randy Orton as the cheeky rogue character. I think it worked quite well. You have Matt Riddle as the jester. I, I'm up for that. Uh, I'll talk about jesters. See, there's a segue for you. There's been an interesting world in the game, world of sports. I think FIFA have been absolute dickheads. EA have broken up their long-standing partnership with FIFA to do the FIFA games. Now, if you don't know, if you don't play soccer or if you live under a rock, EA have been making FIFA games since 1995, I think it was. They've been doing it for so long, and they are continually some of the best-sold games on any console that they are seeing, and they also make up every second-hand shop that you've ever seen, because once the new game comes out, the old one sells for about 50p. It's just a fact of life. But they've decided, no, no, we're going away from FIFA because FIFA wanted too much money. It was simply that. For the branding rights, FIFA were asking for an extortionate amount of money and EA just went, fuck you, I can't be arsed anymore, we're going to make our own games. Now, you may think that's a scary thing, but maybe it's not because the only thing that they're going to lose is the ability to say FIFA on their name. So FIFA themselves will try and make their own game. That'll probably be a fucking flop. But what EA would not be able to use is basically anything to do with the World Cup or the Euros or any of probably the competitions. So they won't be able to say the Champions League. Nothing like that, I imagine, will be allowed to be used. But they are going to be allowed to use the players and the teams. Because that's been the big thing about FIFA is that you get to use your teams. Like, I'm a Man United fan, but my hometown is Tramia Rovers. That's my hometown. My home city is Liverpool and Everton. But to be able to play as Tramia Rovers is absolutely great. And you've got all the players, all the kits. And I just think that's been absolutely fantastic. So people can recreate their teams. And that's always been a big thing. Like, you go to any person and say, oh, you're a Leeds United fan. Who are you going to use? Okay, I'll, you, I'll use Leeds United. If you're a Sheffield United fan who are the league below, I'll use them. And they go so far below. And it's not just with England. It's every, most, most Spanish, Italian, German, French, they're all in there. I don't think the Australian's in there. The A-League is a bit shit. So don't know if that's in there. But you get the point. There's a lot of athletes. And the main thing is, is that all the FIFA, all the uh, actual football teams have come out and said we're in. We are in for E. I think it's going to be called EA23 or something like that. I can't remember what the new title's going to be. But they're all said they're in. So you saw over the week all the football clubs, like basically a picture of their fans saying, we're in, we're in, we're in. Because obviously everyone wants to get in. Because could you imagine a football game and they're not involved? It would be what happened to Pro Evo. So Pro Evo didn't have the rights to all the teams. So it got to the stage where they had to make up a name. So you had one season to Liverpool, it was Merseyside Reds. And you instantly lose because you don't want to play with Merseyside Reds. You want to play with Liverpool. You want to play with their kit, their badge, their players. 
So unfortunately, I think FIFA have shot themselves in the foot. They're going to come out and make a new game. So we are finally going to see some challenge to FIFA. But I don't, unless they really get someone who know what they're doing. EA have got a lot of experience in this and probably know how to, you know, turn out a game year upon year with increasing quality. So whoever comes in has got an absolute mountain of a task. And I think FIFA have just shot themselves in the foot. That's my opinion. A lot of people may think I'm absolutely wrong. But talking about money when it comes to this, another company which is just seeming to make fucking buttloads of money is Nintendo. And they've announced two bits of news over this week, which is absolutely terrifying. That one, Mario Kart 8 has sold 45 million copies. I keep telling you, that game is never going to produce Mario Kart 9. It's never happening. It never fucking will. They're just going to keep adding more DLC. Because why would you release Mario Kart 9 while this game is selling 45 million copies? And now that you've added the DLC, more people are going to buy it because now they've got a game with absolutely ridiculous amounts of tracks. It's just not happening. Secondly... Nintendo have nearly reached $1.8 billion in their mobile games. The fuck? They're not even amazing games. $1.8 billion. Just on a mobile game set platform. It's fucking stupid. Like, how rich are Nintendo? How fucking rich are they? And they can do this and go, meh. Literally, they're probably snorting cash all day. It's probably Wolf of Wall Street in those offices. And wouldn't that be absolutely hilarious? They've just got, like, drugs and hookers everywhere in the offices, and they've just got a statue when they're doing drugs off Mario's nose. There probably is. I can imagine that's what's going on behind closed doors. Mario's just being used as a, as a place where you just do drugs. Because some of the ideas they come up with and some of the business decisions they sometimes make is like, fucking hell, Nintendo. This will make you even more money, but they're probably thinking, we've got enough money. We don't need more. We're not going to release these old games to, so people can play them. No, no, no. We'll just make money off our mobile phones. Fuck. Talking about mobile phones. I See, I can just do these segments quite quick. I can get, you know, there's not nice segues. You know who else wants to make money? Apple. Apple want to make money. Because seemingly, they've made up with a certain game called Fortnite. Because Fortnite is now back on the agenda. If you've been following the show that Fortnite has been in court... Um, basically Bungie have been in court with Apple about how the money gets kind of dealt with when it comes to any DLC packages and that had to go to court on who had the right to require money. Bungie said, no, it wasn't Bungie. What were they freaking called? Bungie made Halo. I can't think what they're called, but you know who I mean. They were basically saying that we should be making money from the DLC. We don't have to give Apple anything. Or Apple like, no, no, no. You're hosting on our platform, so you have to give us money. It went to court. And it was a bit of a mess. And it basically had a big ramification. Basically, Apple lost. They lost the big one, basically. So that was interesting. So they now let them back on the foot platform. I don't care. I don't like Fortnite. I refuse to get into Fortnite, even though they keep putting on good characters. Like I mentioned, was it last week? Sakura's now on. <laughs> Start putting good things on there. Because I'll have to eventually play and I'll cry. And I don't want to get into Fortnite because I'll lose all my money and I'll lose my wife because she'll get really angry. Now, I'm going to also talk, mention one little thing. I'm just going to find the statements. I had the statements. I know I had the statements. Where did I have it? Hang on. I'll find it. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. So, sorry for the pause. I thought, oh, I'm going to pause it now. Now, you can just wait a second. We're all, we all know what we're doing. If you're driving, pay attention to the road. Some people do listen to this driving. So, Bethesda. 
have come out. So they were uh, Microsoft's new acquisition. They've just come out over the past week with a statement basically saying this. We've made the decision to delay the launches of Redfall and Starfield to the first half of 2023. The teams of Arcane Austin, Redfall and Bethesda Games Studios and Starfield have incredible ambitions for their game and we we want to ensure you receive the best, most polished versions of them. We want to thank everyone for their excitement for Redfall and Starfield. That energy is a huge part of what inspires all of us every day and drives our own excitement for what we are creating. We can't wait to share our first deep dive into the gameplay for both Redfall and Starfield soon. Thank you for your support. I have no problem with this. I mentioned it when um, you had Elden Ring got delayed. I have absolutely no problem with it. If you want to make a good game, just take your time. Legend of Nintendo did it with Legend of Zelda. That's Nintendo. Nintendo did it with a presentation with Zelda to say, right, we've got to delay this shit. Fine. No problem. Don't bring out a rush game. Don't bring out a broken game. And I think what it is now is that the video game community have kind of taken a stance. And what happened with Cyberpunk, and we've mentioned Cyberpunk on here to death, is that they don't, they can't stand that anymore. And nobody wants to be the next Cyberpunk. Nobody wants to be, oh, fuck, we can't release a big game. Because look at what it did to CD Projekt Red. It had such an impact on what was considered a safe company because of The Witcher 3. It fucked them over. And nobody wants to be the next one. So I'm with this, Bethesda. You, you, no complaints from me. You don't need to apologize. I think everybody who is excited for these games, I'm not because I'm not an Xbox owner, but I can appreciate anybody who is an Xbox owner waiting for those games. It's a little bit longer, yeah, but I think they'd rather have a polished game than a broken game. So fair play to that. Now, the last bit of news I'm going to say for now, it's it's on the anime style, and it is game-related, and it's actually related to Pokemon. This week, big news, and if you don't know if you follow Pokemon anime, but it looks like, in my opinion, they're coming down to the gritty of it all. I think they're getting to the stage where Ash is going to be no longer the main protagonist. And the reason why I say this is they've recently... Ash has gone on a current tournament at the moment where he's actually facing the world's best. So it's basically looking at all the previous places he's been, loads of characters from previous worlds over the eight series, or the eight games, and he's in a tournament now with essentially seven others of the best in the world. And they mostly make up champions of that air of that basically region. The only one who's essentially not there is Red, because Red's not in the game from generation one. Ash essentially makes that role. And everywhere there is a champion so, and Ash is included because he is a champion. He is a champion of the Aloha region. He won the Aloha Championship. So these are literally the best of the best. The best of each game. So bar pop number one, this is literally, although technically that was blue, but Gary never made champion. There we go. So I do know what I'm talking about. But technically this is coming to the end game because, in my opinion, he's going to face Leon, who is currently the Galar. This is a current Sword and Shield champion. He's the number one. And once he beats him, which I think he will, where do you go from here? I think losing would make him think, well, we're going to do this all again next time. So it makes me think, no, this will be it. And I think he will go on and win it. Or there'll be a time skip of some sort. Now, Ash is going to be fighting Lance in the quarterfinal, which I think would be really cool to see. Now, if you don't know, Lance was the champion of number two. He was an Elite Four member in number one in the Kanto series, and he is the Dragon Master. And I think Lance looks cool as fuck. He looks like the oldest out of the lot, although you never know with anime. He looks about 40, but he could be about 12. This is how anime works. But I do think he'll fight He'll fight him. Then he'll fight is it Iris. No, not Iris. Oh, the guy he faced in the Cal who lost who lost in Kalos. I think he'll face him 
in the semi-final, and I think in the final, he'll fight Leon and win. That's my prediction. That's why I think it's going to happen. But if you're into the anime, if you're into Pokemon, I think it's going to be really cool. But if you did fall out of love with the Pokemon series, the animation went up a notch, and definitely for the Kalos region championships, and I really think you just want to see something happen i think this is going to be it because i really do think they're going to move on from ash or there'll be a time skip to get ready for the new series when it comes up or because violet and scarlet will be coming out in the new year and i honestly think they'll be just either a new protagonist or it'll be a new set of characters sorry a time skip for that new series now, i've been talking for a while i haven't even had a drink of water and as you imagine because i've already been for a run my throat is getting a bit dry and essentially that is it for my news i have nothing else to report this week so we can talk about snowball kids and as i said i loved this game growing up i don't think it is as good as mario kart and diddy kong of course it's not but i do think it is one of those with cult status i do wish it came back i wish we'd saw another one ignoring the ds version blah, blah, blah. i want to see another one so what i'm going to do is i'm going to play some music and when we come back, me and Rob are going to be talking about Snowball Kids, which came out for the N64 in Europe on March 16th, 1998. Fuck me, I'm old. See you all in a bit. So I'm here with a newcomer to the show, and it's my friend Rob. How are you, sir? Yeah, good, thanks. Happy to be here. It's now, been a long time. It has been a long time. Now, Rob and I met um, back... God, about, was it about 10 years ago now? Uh, no, it wasn't that long. Maybe like five? Why was it? Wasn't it? It was back when... Was it Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire? It was when those yeah. games came out. Oh, wasn't God, it? yeah. So that was like 2016, right? It's yeah, there we 26. go. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe it was that long ago. Yeah, because we met at a Pokemon tournament. That's how cool we are. Yeah. Danny and, was my only Pokemon friend. And it was, it was me, you, and Luke. We were the Pokemon friends. And I think we had one day we went out drinking, and we were all, like, the next day turned up hungover. And we actually did better the next day hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was my best ever tournament, that one. Like, it was. Didn't we? Didn't we? We played each other like three times that whole weekend. Yeah, can't remember who came out on top. I think I can't. I can't. I can't but they were good. They were good laugh because I think we just, we just basically just randomly were put together and then we just started talking. I think we just got on. And we clicked and it went from there. And then when I was asking people to come join the show, you wanted to come along and you came at me with snowboard kids. Yes, yeah, absolute classic. It uh, is. It is a classic. <laughs> It, it is. It is. I think it's a classic. Yeah, arguably the best snowboarding game on the N sixty four. I won't hear it otherwise. Oh, see, no, I agree with that. I I do agree with that because I know there's going to be people going, "No, oh, fuck you, fuck you both." Ten eighty snowboarding was the best snowboarding <laughs> game, but no, I don't give a shit what you say about that. Snowboard Kids is where it was at. Absolutely. That's where my entire snowboarding career began. <laughs> Snowboard Kids. It, mine started and ended with Snowboard Kids 1. It really did. Now, this was, uh, it was a, I, I, been, I did my research for this and it, it was quite, it was, I think they wanted to kind of get in on the Mario Kart scene. That's the way I saw it. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it was like uh, Mario Kart for people that were not smart enough to actually buy Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a way of seeing it that is a way of seeing it and but they did do some cool things i thought was quite unique because like mario kart um you had laps essentially laps of the track you didn't really have that with snowboard kids because you can't really do a lap essentially of a snowboard hill if you can remember yeah so yeah, they, yeah they, but they kind of had like the chairlift so and like, there we go so how they yeah, did it yeah. they had a chairlift so at the end of each lap you essentially went through the 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 lap and then you oh the bottom as you would a normal snowboard, but there was like a tiny little bit where you can get like a door and you could go straight into the chairlift and it made this bong bong noise every time you did it. But the problem, and that would take you to the start of the, the next lap. But the problem was the chairlift, as in real life, would only take one person at a time. And if you if you're in a four-player race, you and you miss that door, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, you were totally screwed because you would completely bounce off of it as well. Yeah. Like, if you were, like, if you were just following the guy in first, he'd hit the, get through the chairlift, and then you'd just bounce off it and go flying. Yeah, you just bounce off it, yeah. And then as you're waiting for the, the, the first guy to go in, because you've bounced off, third place can come and sneak in. Like, you little fucker. Yeah, yeah, that, that made or broke friendships, that, that kind of mechanic. Yeah, do you know what? It really did because you're like, oh, I was there first. I was there first. No, fuck you. It took it took so long to get up as well. Like when you fell, you fell hard. It's probably like this noise. Yeah, you, and you'd be like you rolling to, around on the floor. No, and you had to bounce up. You had to bounce on your board to That's get back. It. That's totally it. Yeah, and was, like the camera was a bit bonkers as well because it like figure out you're going in the wrong direction, and then the camera would swing around. And uh, then you'd be all in all, all heaps of trouble. Yeah, he's like, you're not helping me here, camera. Help me out. And the thing is, like, it's it was one of the most devastating ways to to lose position because the the animation to get from the bottom to the top was quite a while. And so if you're last, you're miles behind. Yeah, you definitely uh, definitely don't want to be in that position because no. it sort of like staggered you coming out as well. That's yeah, the, it did. It's, it, it was. So completely staggered you and you're like fuck and you got like you know some fat bastard tommy the character tommy he's off <laughs> and you're like shit i can't catch them yeah now much one, like real life well yeah like real life you got some fat bastard in front of you just going through now there were there were only five starting characters with this game can you remember who you used to use I was, I was jam. I was jam. I used to say. I was jam as well. Jam. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, there was, there was five characters, and then eventually you got a sixth character who was like a ninja who was as the best. Who was like no one was allowed to use him because he was just broken. Yeah, they had like enormous noses, right? They had all had enormous noses. They did, and do you know what? That was annoying thing because they only had five characters. And it was like Mario Kart. You couldn't, like, you you could only pick one character. So if you were Jam, I then couldn't pick Jam. I had to pick somebody else. I was like, you bastard, that's who I want to pick. And with only five characters, you were quite limited, really, of who you wanted to use. Yeah, I got, I remember the, the there was a couple of guys I used to play it with, well, we were kids at the time. And I, I remember actually, like, practicing, when you get into the, like, the character selection scene, you, you just had to, 
like slam the analog stick across <laughs> it just what just what I used to I used to practice like just holding it down for the perfect amount of time so I could like select on jam. Yeah, it's like that big race where you can get jam as quick as you can. It's like quick, 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 quick. That's it, yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing I, I didn't realize at the time, but now as an adult, I do. That was the first, you know, when you load the game up and you go in, the first thing you did was pick your character, you know, you how many players and then pick your character. And then you went into the mode. So it was like, oh, if you wanted to re pick your character, it wasn't like you know, race, pick your character. So you'd have to go back all the way back to re pick your character, to then go back into the menu. It's like, Fuck me. Who thought that was a good design choice at the time? <laughs> yeah, it also meant that like, first player had total control over who picks the characters because like, once they get through to the race screen, they can just go back and just re-choose the characters. So, oh, sorry, so sorry. The best we, one. we fucked this up. We're going to fuck you over. Oh, I'll press, I'll press B too many times. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, now I've got Slash. Oh, I'm so sorry, everybody. I apologise. But do you know what? I was looking at some of these characters. I said, there was any, ignore the Shinobi, ignore him. But there was one thing, I don't know if you can remember, and this may seem a bit weird, we're talking about this. Can you remember the character Linda? Yeah. Right? With the, she, she had like the real long nose. Real like pointy answer. nose, but that's not yeah. the aspect I want to talk about here, right? <laughs> okay. I don't know if you know where I'm going to go yeah. with this. Uh, yeah, I got a feeling. She, she's 11 years old. 11, by the way, that's how old these are. It says in the fucking bio when you pick the character, she's wearing a bikini and got fucking huge tits. She's yeah. fucking 11. Yeah, that was pretty bad. And I seem to remember as well, like her character animation was kind of like jiggling Jiggle. her chest from side to <laughs> side. Yeah. Just, I, yeah. Not right. <laughs> I can't remember how you know, seeing this as an issue when I was a kid because I was a kid. But when I was doing the research for this, I suddenly looked at the photos of all the characters and I was like, hang on. And I showed my colleague at work. I was like, she's fucking 11. Look at her tits. No, 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 that's not right. Yeah, I mean. Thanks for ruining my childhood for well, me. Well, that's by saying that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I've just come. I have just come from this because you know, for those who don't know, a bit of peek behind the scenes. This is the second podcast I've done, and it's half six in the morning. I've just done Soul Calibur two, and I was talking about as my guest from that week about someone's mama milkers, his own words, not mine. And then we're going on, and that's appropriate for the character age. This is not appropriate for an 11-year-old. And I'm surprised, honestly, looking back, I'm surprised they got away with that one. I really yeah. am. You would have thought somebody would have looked over that and be like, hang on, guys. Is this right? Yeah. Is who, who made that? Was who, it Rare who, or... Activision? Well, it was, it was Japan. Japan kind of with that, with oh, that sort okay. of thing. But with Europe, yeah. you'd think they'd be like, nah, 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 we're going to... We're going to put something over that. We're going to cover her up. <laughs> no, fuck it. Let her on. Let her on. Yeah, just give the give the poor girl a jumper. They're in <laughs> the snow. The, exactly. That in its... So I think that's the thing. As a kid, I was like, oh, it's you know, it's it's cold. Why is she wearing a bikini? She needs to wear a jumper. That was what was going through, you know, child me, child Dan, adult Dan, parent Dan is like, boobs, no! Yeah, not cool. <laughs> not cool. Inappropriate shocking fucking ridiculous and okay apart from that that was all my you know the main things i could probably say the fuck was going on <laughs> but when it comes to snowball kids yes we could say about how the bad the chairlift was and it was a mario kart ripoff 
the it did have those elements of like the weapons because you had two sorts of weapons you had the red boxes which were called weapons oh no they were called what do we call they actually were called something i think um because you had yeah. oh no there were shoots shoots were, they red. were like projectiles yeah. projectiles and then you had items which were blue and they could basically help you out like the fan item which would speed you up but unlike mario kart which was the you know had the, the blue the blue shell the green shell all that, that palaver this had um so like ice like you'd have like th- everything came in threes so you have like an ice, an hand, there was a hand, there was an ice weapon, but the ice weapon was freaking broken. It was like the ultimate homing <laughs> attack. It like, and it frees you as well. So your character was stuck. You're like, you fuck it. And you had three of them. Yeah, you had to go mega careful that. Though. It's high risk, high reward. Because if you throw somebody and you rolled into them, then you're straight, you're yeah, you trouble. lose all your <laughs> momentum. And that's the thing with this game, it's momentum. So the, the, the more, because yeah. you're going downhill, you need to keep that momentum, otherwise you're buggered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the uh, I don't know what I kept trying to think. What my favorite weapon was? Hands were pretty good. If you, the hand, if you're there was the hands. Them. There was one where it was like a big pan, and it could slam on your head. Oh, yeah, that was like uh, that. Just did everyone, didn't it? That, that was, did everyone. That was, what you, that was what you got if you were real trailing in the back, and it was throwing you a bone. And it, yeah, it was like yeah, it was like the star. But you could be a real dick with this because this game had jumps, and you could time it when they were doing a jump. And then, has, then hit them and go, fucker, down you go. Yeah, lose all your momentum. Lose all momentum, back down the pit. And it was like, like in Mario Kart, you had like, was it Lukaku? Would pick, not Lukaku, Lataku would pick you up. But in this, you just roll down the hill, like dead dramatically. And it was like, ha ha, fucker. Yeah. Yeah. And if you were on a flat bit, man, you were just completely screwed. Yeah, you're fucked because you, you're like, oh, this is, you've got no momentum. You're just trying to jump. Fucking move because yeah. that's the thing. This game had a smash jump button. A button. You smash an A button to jump because you didn't need like, an A button to go because you were going downhill. So you only had to worry about left or right. But your A button was essentially to do tricks and you could jump, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, that's actually one. Yeah, that's one thing that Mario Kart never really had because you could do like tricks and, and there was that whole other, other mode. Yeah, because you, you had the tricks. The tricks were there. Well, in the main game, they were there to get you money. The more tricks you yeah. did, the more money, because you needed money to get the boxes, but then you needed money for the shop. So that was the reason for having the ability to do tricks. But there were other like modes as well. As you said, yeah, there was, um, there was like a half pipe where you could just do tricks. Yeah. I don't yeah, know that how... Was how... That... Yeah, that was... I mean, that was great fun, but it was absolutely solid to, to get a high score. I remember that. Yeah, it was. Like every You had to do everything like as best you could because they had like certain combinations you had to do or you could just hold the board which was quite cool um but yeah it was it was a cool option to have better than 1080 snowboarding fuck that shit (laughs) like who wants realism yeah Yeah. it was a long time before i got on that bandwagon as well and it's just like man it's just too realistic I, just, I don't want realism. It's like when you play FIFA. I don't want realism in my games. Yeah. Fuck that. I want Mario Strikers, although I never played it. But I would prefer playing Mario Strikers than FIFA because I don't like the realism. Yeah. It's just like, what are these characters with normal proportions? Yeah. Ugh, ugh, and, and big noses. <laughs> and do you know what, though? I actually didn't realize because I know they made a Snowball Kids 2. Um, yeah. And I never understood. I don't know if you know, they, they made jam. They made him blacker. 
Okay. I, I, don't, I should never play Snowball Kids too. I never played as Snowball much Kids nostalgia. And I, yeah, never as play, much as... I never got hold of it. And I think it was one of those, it was only released in certain places or it was just very hard to get hold of. But Jam became blacker. And then they made Snowball Kids for the DS. Seriously? Yeah, they did. Honestly, they made, I never knew this. And they, but they redid all the artwork. Oh. So they just Man. made him, they made it exactly, yeah, they made him normal people. Like, oh, all right, fuck off. Seriously, I, yeah. I feel like I need to look this up. Yeah, Google, <laughs> just Google it now, right? Google it now. Yeah. You're allowed to Google on the show and then just look, just type it in, Snowball Kids DS, and I can, you'll instantly be disappointed by when you see the, the main character on the front. It's, it's called SBK. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Ugh, yeah, ugh. What, what were they thinking? What would why why ruin a trend? Yeah, why ruin it? And the thing is, like, we've not had Snowball Kids has been gone for a long time. I said it was only on well, apart from the DS version, but it was only on really the N sixty four. I kind of don't know why we don't see this now. Like, I don't know why they've never released another one like on the Switch. Yeah, I mean. I definitely got a heavy dose of nostalgia playing it. I was playing uh, Zelda on a, on a uh, emulator recently. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if they got Snowball Kids. Just cracked it out, had a couple of races. It was great fun. It's great, isn't it? It's, like, it's not a long game. Like, there's only nine tracks, and that's it, which is really criminal in the whole scheme of things. But it's a good game. Like, I thought, yeah, it's, it's a good game to play. You couldn't play hours upon hours, but it's a good game for an hour or so. Yeah, totally. I think it was actually the first game I ever properly completed because I was terrible at video games when uh, <laughs> when I first came out. I mean, truly terrible. I got stuck on the damn stage of Goldeneye because... What? Yeah, yeah. You know, like the... Uh, on the bit where you've got the two gates that you have yeah. to follow the track through? Like, completely no concept of how to play video games. I was just, like, walking up to that, like, coloured like access panel and I'd yeah. be like shooting it or I'd be like slapping it or I'd be like getting the watch out and I just couldn't get through this damn gate imagine that this is the best game ever one of the best games of our generation you're like this is shit can't get past yeah. the gates yeah so like it took me ages to realize that you just have to walk up to it and just press B yeah, you know? press that B. wasn't in the manual <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine that? Just press B, Rob. It's just there for you. Yeah. I, f I feel like I must have tried every combination of buttons <laughs> and weapons and everything. But somehow, I just didn't sit, press B. Sitting there, sitting there with a sniper rifle. Like, you can't see this on, on, on the podcast, but we're, we're video calling each other at the moment. Just sitting there with a sniper rifle to the, to the control work, fucker. <laughs> yeah, so that was like number one, like terrible gaming moment or embarrassing gaming moment the second one was i could never find the uh, i couldn't find the uh the first sword in ocarina of time on my own i had to get some help with that <laughs> i was just so bad at computer games back then no do you know what though you can have that one you can have that one because i remember when i first played the, the ocarina of time it was i was wasn't used to the idea of you know going off finding things um and so i was a bit lost so you can have that one you you're not getting away with a damn no chance but you can have <laughs> you can have find the sword because the amount of money i spent like on phone call people 
to try and help. I, I am now looking back and hoping. Oh, wow. To, yeah. You know, you don't do that now. You ring up people yeah. for a conversation with money. It's usually for different things. But back then, I needed help. Little kid me. Yeah. My mum and dad were way too tight to uh, <laughs> allow me to call it a premium oh, rate number. <laughs> my mummy didn't know. Mummy Splinter didn't know. Mummy Splinter is probably going to find out because she listens to this sometimes. She's probably going to be ringing me this Sunday to tell me off. So I'd, be, I'd be busted. Sorry for that. Yeah, sorry for outing you. Yeah, you outed me. And then, yeah, I appreciate that twat. Um, but <laughs> with this, so this was the first game you ever completed. And I suppose, yeah, you, you had your nine tracks, which were cool. But the one thing I thought was pretty cool, and you said why you completed it, you could go buy different boards, which was yeah, amazing. I had yeah, I had everything. Bought all the boards. Took me ages. Can you remember which board you used to use? Oh, man. Like the... There was like one that was kind of like it depended on whether you were racing or the tricks because it made a lot. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, and I remember like me and my best mate, some of my best mates, we still joke about this. Get this, the audio in this, because you know when you used to pick your boards, it would like it would tell you like jam. But one that we we always just go all around <laughs> Alpine. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, you were triggering some deep memories there. <laughs> we, used, we used to just do that, just to go back Alpine, all just to keep doing that. And we still, yeah. we still, me, Tom, and another, another Rob, we still do that now. And we see each other just go all around. <laughs> it's like this is like over twenty years ago, and it's still in our head now. That yeah. noise. What, what even kind of accent is that? Just like. I, don't know but it worked it was amazing yeah. and you got to paint your board as well so you'd buy it and then you had you could it had different stages at level one level two level three but you could then paint the bastard and i was like oh this is class i get to paint my board a cool black yeah mine was definitely that it was like an emerald green i think it was even called emerald and it was that was yeah. that was my color and how cool was that how cool is that you got to do that but then you had special boards if you can remember them So yeah, you had, one was a feather, and the oh jeez, yeah, 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 and the best one was two stars. So you, yes. they, they they were the best. They were that was the best board, and again, once you open that, everyone just used that board because it was like the best stats and everything, and it made a character like Tommy actually viable because Tommy was sh Tommy was shit normally because he yeah. just couldn't steer. He was fucking he was fast, but he had no ability to move. Massive. Give him that board. He was like, see you later. I'm fine now. I'm laughing. Yeah, I mean, I've forgotten about the special boards. I remember the feather, though. Like, I definitely remember, like, just hooning it, hooning it down the track on the feather board. And then because it makes you float for ages. Yeah. You just end up massively overshooting all the jumps. And then you can't, you know, you can't steer. And you just end up, because you're in the air. And then you just end up smashing into the wall. Yeah, and you're like, oh, shit. And it, the <laughs> thing, it was, it was such a cool... I just, I look, I keep thinking about it. why didn't they, you know, why didn't they bring this out again? Like, if you said, here's Snowball Kids 3, guarantee it would sell. The nostalgia alone would get it over the line yeah. to, you know, make you money. But then, you know, with its cutesy characters, you know, as long as they kept the old design, not the new design, I think you need the old design, it would sell. Yeah. I mean, is there even a snowboard game at the moment, like a popular one? I can't, I can't think. Is SX Tricky still going? 
I don't know. Not on, not on like not on Nintendo's platforms. I can't think of anything. Yeah. But I don't know whether it's because people are too scared of the Mario Kart formula that they just think yeah. it won't work in this market. Gap in the market. Like I don't even know if they're still. Like, who was it? Atlas. The ones who made the game. I, can't, I think it was Atlas. I can't remember. They. they you don't have to Google that one, but I don't even know if they're still even making games anymore, but I just don't know why they just don't bring it out because I, I would play this. If they you said, right, we've got, we're going to give it 20 tracks, 10 characters, online features, you'd buy it. 100%. Put a jumper on Linda as well. Make sure she's warm. You know, <laughs> yeah, you let's... Know. Uh... Yeah, let's bring it up to modern standards. Let's bring it up to modern standards. Come on, we, you know, she's cold. We should all be wearing snow gear. But no, no, I just would love to see it. And, you know, this was a game, like, this would never beat Mario Kart. I'd never beat Diddy Kong Racing. But it was a game that, you know, if my mates were kind of fed up with one of the two, we're like, oh, you know, we want to try something new. Let's play a, bit, a few games of Snowball Kids. And then we play a few games of Snowball Kids, and it was like refreshing your palate. And like, ooh, ooh, my, my mouth is now ready for a bit more Mario Kart. But it was just something new, something a bit different and refreshing. But I agree, it was, it was argument-causing as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like it'd just be like a great, like, have a quick couple of games, like you say. Yeah, jump in, jump out, and it was great. But I, I, I actually realised one of my notes, one of the things that was a bit annoying about this game at the time, was you remember with the old N64, like, it, it used to have the memory pack, yeah. This was a game that needed the memory card. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's... I remember that. And did you need a memory card each as well, if you wanted to... Um, maybe I'm remembering that right. Um, no, you didn't need a memory card each. Only I mean, one person. One person. Only one person. Yeah, but you could have... If, if all four characters, all four people had a memory card, you had four different files. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because otherwise, you just got like the standard boards, didn't you? And that was just a bit lame. Yeah, you just got this. You wanted the, the bet. Because, yeah, you could have your freestyle all around an Alpine, but there were level one boards where you wanted level three yeah. boards and they were the best ones. Um, but it was, a, it was a challenging game because the AI was quite brutal. They had that. I don't know if you about how rubber banding works in video games. When it comes, yeah. the rubber banding in this was really harsh. Like when we could, you know, it said at the beginning, if you're playing with mates, you can get absolutely done by this, um, this the lift. You, in in this, it, in the AI, when you play one player mode, that wasn't the case because they kind of went, nah, see ya. They're catching you up regardless of your lead. They're gonna catch you up. Yeah, I always remember it seeing it on the, you know, when you're going around the lap, and especially when you get like a straight bit, you yeah. could have been like miles ahead of the guy in fourth, but then all of a sudden, he'd be like, you could. You could physically see him like zooming up this track yeah. up behind you. It's like, how You're the fuck like, is he doing that? How is he doing that shit? That's ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't agree then to you this. Make one mistake and he's overtaking you. He's like, <sighs> yeah, it's like you little twat. How have you fucking got up that far? Yeah. But that's. But I remember that. But it did good. But again, it kept it a challenge because you had your, you had to do your six, your six courses, and you do six courses and you win them. And then you get your seventh, then you get your eighth, then you get your ninth. And they weren't just snow either, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, that was that was neat. Like that, there was like sand, there was like a sand yep. one in yep. I don't know if it was like was it Egyptian theme or something like that? It was Egyptian really themed. Remember. Yeah, you had you yeah. had a Japanese themed. That was the ninja park. Yeah, yeah. And there was a grass level. But it was so yeah. they, they mixed it up. They made it wasn't just oh here's, here's another thing of snow because I think if you had nine levels of snow I think that would annoy people. But 
they did a good job. I said they mixed it up. They made a variety. I said, yeah, play a quick few games, move on. Yeah. I mean, we remember it, right? Exactly. That's got to say for something. We remember it. And the thing is, though, you you know, because I'm actually, I've got, I've already gone through all my notes already. And it's not a long game. It wasn't. But it was still a game which brought the nostalgia for me, I think. And one I do did remember fondly. And apart, there's not much I can really say criticizing it, like it, because it was what it was. I don't know if it was a trial game, but it was great. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of nicked all the core elements from Mario Kart, really, didn't it? And then just put like a, a different spin on it. It's like there's not really much to hate about it, apart from you know, there's not many characters and stuff. Yeah, but the nostalgia is definitely there. Yeah, exactly. There's only minor gripes you can have with it. For for what it was trying to do, I think it achieved it. It would just be nice, I think, had we given more. And again, I didn't, neither of us played Snowball Kids 2. So we don't know what, I never even looked into what Snowball Kids 2 was like. So they could have made the changes. There could have been more, there probably would have been more tracks. I think there would have been more characters, which would have been great. And that's probably yeah. what we wanted. But maybe they, without Snowball Kids okay. 1, we wouldn't have even had the foundation for number two. Yeah, you're totally right. I, I definitely remember that like, there was a few kids in school that that had it. I did have like a bit of a, a bit of a kind of cult following. I don't know that whether that was just because like I was the one like stupid enough to buy that over Mario Kart first, <laughs> and then people wanted to play it too. You know, it was just like one localized part of the country where all the snowboard kids cartridge sales again, just because of uh, yeah. my influence. So, they're all going down south. What's going on? <laughs> Send them the north yeah. of like one copy and down south as all of them. Yeah. Right. But no, it was great fun. Uh, you know, I love this game. We were just, we had to break it up for a second just because of the bleak recording things we have. And, you know, we do love this game. We actually not, not putting that on for the sake of the, the audio. We both love it. And we were talking about because I've, I've said I've got through all my notes, but you mentioned one thing, Rob. You said you still remember yeah, the cheat yeah. code. Yeah, you totally jogged my memory when you were talking about the memory card because, like, I didn't get a memory card till quite. Uh, sorry, I only got a small memory cards. So I remember I was like prioritizing other games, but there was a cheat code that you could do on the start screen, and it was quite a long one, quite a long combination of buttons. And to this day, I can still remember what it is. Really, like. That is deep set, yeah. So it's like down, up, down, up, down, up on the analog stick D-pads and C-pad. Yeah. LRZ, D-pad left, C right, analog stick up, B, D-pad right, C left, start. And it, it, instead of just going straight through the title screen, it would then go, yeah, and that's how you know it worked. And then you'd have all the boards, all the characters, all the levels, and somehow over... I mean, when did I even play that? Like, probably 25 years ago. It's... I can still remember it. It's still in there. <laughs> right. I'm going to say this now. For those who are listening and remember this, comment if he's actually chatting shit or if he has remembered <laughs> it, because that is impressive. Hang on. No, no. I'm going to prove this now. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Fuck this. You're not getting away with this one. You come out with that yeah. kit shit. And I will say he has just done that without, you know, he wasn't looking at a computer. Hang on, I'm going to say, find out if he's done this right. Right, go on, say it again. I'm checking this, go on. Right, so it's down up on the analog stick, down up on the D-pad, down up on the C-pad. L, R, Z, D-pad left, C right, analog stick up, B, 
D pad right, C left, start. You fucker, he's right. I've... <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it actually says up on the control stick, down on the D pad. What a dickhead code. Yep. Because you had to like, you know, keep using the different prongs of the controller and stuff. Especially using an analog stick to put a code in. It's all right on a D pad <laughs> or an analog stick. Oh, you're accidentally a bit left. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, yeah. you know what? Well yeah. done. That's... If, I, if only that would come up on like a pub quiz or something, and I could, I could use that and piece. Could of you imagine if that came up on a pub quiz? He's sitting there, like you know, they're talking about like footy and all sports, and who is yeah. like. Prime Minister from 1982. And it says, what was the snowball kids on the N64? Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? Final question. What's the cheat code to snowball kids? I'm like, yeah, in, in. And then you'll get caught out because yeah. you'll be one little thing wrong. You're like, bastard. <laughs> you know, like up, down, left, right. That's anyone up, down, left, right, start. Sonic 1. That's nice. anyone I know. Well, I am very impressed. Now, if you were to review this uh, out of 10... How would you be scoring it? Oh, man. Is this like with or without the nostalgia? Oh, you can put nostalgia in because I'll be honest, I'll, I'll give it a seven. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'd give it a, I think I'd give it an eight. It was such a big part. It's such, such a big, a big part, part of your childhood. childhood. Yeah. You I, did, I did have some, I did have some truly terrible N64 games. Oh, there were, there were. Um, one day we will cover them all. Uh, did you have Superman? I didn't have Superman, but I've heard, it's, that one's the infamous one, right? That's the infamous one. Never played it. We'll probably have to do it one day for the show. Oh God! Oh, that'll make me. That'll make me cry. That will make me cry. Yeah. I can just see it now. It's making me throw up in my mouth a little bit just thinking about it. Well, I'm probably. I've got to go wake up the baby, or she'll probably wake up shortly, and she'll probably even me mentioning Superman probably vomit in my mouth. Because she's heard the mention, a whiff of that game. Even though she's only three, she doesn't know what Superman is yet, really. She knows who Batman is and Spider-Man. She's not really a fan of Superman. She's like, eh, what, what? She'll probably vomit in my mouth just hearing the N64 version has uh, made an appearance somewhere. Kids are a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, sir, it's been an absolute pleasure having you and thank you very much for joining me. Cheers, boss. And that was Snowball Kids. Thank you very much to everyone who's listening, and thank you very much, Rob, for joining me. Rob has said he's going to be may, become a regular, and we're starting to get regulars now, which is good. I'm kind of getting everyone in, basically, for the future. I'm already securing them, so Rob's already given me a game what we're going to be doing in a few weeks' time. But until then, you know, if you want to get involved in the show, make sure, as I said, you sign up on Patreon. I want to build that little community. I want to get more people involved. But until then, I'll see everyone next week. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.